welcomes to the Scratchcast Upfront 2012 episode! Yay! Everyone, yay! No. Yay! I'm Jonathan Schnabel. Nope. Yeah. I'm Jonathan Schnabel, the Tetris Lord, and joining with me are Rack Attack Force. What up? Don East. I'm Twitter Swee, yes, sorry. Sketch. Sup? Dragon Peace. What's up? Ryan Mead. What you doing? And two people. Hey. All right, we we have taken some time. You know, the upfronts happened last month, and we've let took some time to digest all the upfronts, digest the information. So let's just get started and talk about the hub. Which announced the care. The only thing that caught my eye on the hub presentation is Care Bears. What? You want to type out the Lewis Pet Shop cartoon? That's going to kick so much ass. <laughs> I love this last year. But here's the thing Care Bears kicked ass. I had Care Bears stuff in the eight when I was growing up. I still have a tender heart stuffed bear. Fruit. The scientific fact that Care Bears kicked ass. <laughs> I have to. I have to wonder. Um, seriously, um, non-ironically, I have to wonder if this Care Bears series is an attempt to buy American greetings to latch on, as Hasbro did, with um, a non-traditional audience, as it were, a non-target audience, as My Little Pony has. And the uh, the yeah. follow-up question is: Will it actually happen? Well, look. First off, it's CG, so that's already cutting things off. Yeah. Well, the past few Care Bear attempts, I believe, were all CG. Yeah, I think the last one was traditional animation. I don't know if it was flash or hand drawn, but I know it wasn't CG. So. And it's been like American Greetings MO to do CG for a while. Like, look at Strawberry Shortcake. That CG. Um, but the thing is, the Care Bears, <laughs> like, I think, I thought that had crossover appeal, like, you know, it's technically, like, I believe, a girl show. Yes. But it, it did have that crossover appeal back in the 80s. It appealed to everyone. Yeah. And this is also more so than property. my little pony. Also, the property is 30 years old. <laughs> yes. Oh, that makes me feel old. That <laughs> made me feel old as well. Yeah, like, made me feel young. It made me feel even older. I'm 27. I remember watching old tapes of it when I was like an infant. Mm. Watched it on the Disney Channel. I, Disney I remember Channel having here. the sheet. Actually, I'm I, I have the watch sheet. I had, on the sheet. I had the bed sheet. Uh, so tell us about the other shows coming to the yeah. hub. Okay. Uh, there's going to be an attempt at doing Duel Masters. Yeah! Wait, what? I have seen the trailer. It doesn't look like Duel Masters. I love Duel Masters. like generic. Can you link the trailer? Boy, anime. Number it's six. not generic. It's Kaiju. Eric, not really anime. 
No, it was 690 and 82. Well, that's even Looks like Riddick Eye. Huh. Oh, that's just prime. Okay, Isn't it, good. though? I remember Duel Masters. Although it does have a good all-star cast in this. Mm. With, which is, of course... It was announced in 2011, but it's coming out <laughs> of June 2nd. Going to a recent press release, and it'll star Scott Wolf, Freddie Rodriguez, John DiMaggio, Phil Lamar, and Odair Fair. Looks stupid. Looks like something I'd see on Cartoon Network Saturday mornings. You know, That's what Duel Masters is. <laughs> I know. Duel Masters in the fourth season, anyway. I loved it. It was hilarious because they gagged up it. <laughs> it was the abridged series before there was the abridged series. Uh, I think a series no, predicted that, actually. Uh, yeah, no, I, the gag dubs existed well before Duel Masters. And yes, I think Samurai Pizza Cats would probably be one of the best examples. Uh, no, I meant that the idea of an abridged series. I know. I'm just saying the the uh, commenting on series that were dubbed mainly for humor purposes, um, predating the abridged series online. I think is what we were talking about. Yeah, there's stuff like also the fan fan stuff like um, Evangelion Redeath, which was a uh, fan dub of of the Evangelion movies, and uh, there was also Ghost Stories. That was awesome. I'm looking at that. Oh, but there's also going to be a sneak peek of Kaijudo Saturday, May 5th from 8.30 to 10 a.m. Oh, well, that's even sooner. And a website at kaijudo.com. Alrighty, so... Um... Littlest Pet Shop. What do you guys think of that? Uh, my sister It looks like the bad, most bad thing ever. But I know it's serious. It looks kind of boring. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I, it's I noticed they dropped the Blythe Loves part of the title. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was Good call. Because they're afraid that kids might not know it's a Littlest Pet Shop cartoon <laughs> then. Littlest Rock... Yeah, I think um, if you add something before the title, it may confuse people, even though you had stuff like Spectacular Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man. Already long enough. Pet shop. <laughs> horrible. But we can talk, talk, start calling things like Spider-Man 2007 show, Spider-Man 2011 show. <laughs> I don't know. That's confuse people. Spooksville looks interesting enough. I gotta say. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, their newest um, book show, show based on a book? Yes. They certainly have a lot of shows based on um, young adult, I mean, ch- children's quote-unquote horror books. They have both of R.L. Stein's series, Goosebumps and The Haunting Hour, and now they have this. So I guess they found a little niche in there. Yeah. Who knows? I don't watch either Goose. I stop. I don't watch Goosebumps on the Hub. I don't watch The Haunting Hour. I will not watch Spooks, though. Mm. And we also. 
Okay, go right ahead. I was... They have now old... New acquisitions are all old shows. Yes. Facts of Life, Mark and Mindy, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. Sabrina's oddly new, considering what they usually pick up. Sabrina's, yeah, it is. Considering Mark and Mindy is 70s, Facts of Life 80s, Sabrina is 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really see the point of them airing this though, because it airs on ABC Family still, doesn't it? That uh, probably it. gonna uh, not air not... there anymore. Maybe oh. it'll be a case like The Fresh Prince, in which it airs everywhere. Just... Not nice. anymore. Not that everywhere. Not like. Man, there was a few years ago. Well, a few years ago, Fresh Prince was like everywhere. everywhere. It's on basic cable. It's on Nick Nick at Night. It's on. TV. Not anymore. It hasn't been on Nick at Night for years. It's it's so awesome. I saw it two weeks ago, late night. Wait, are we talking about Sabrina or Fresh Prince? Fresh, Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a long time ago. That's like 2009. Fresh Prince. I haven't seen it since 2009. I saw it on Nick at Night, like at very late, like at 12 a.m. Hmm. I doubt it. Don't make me get a. Or that was ABC Family. I can't. TBS. It is on TBS still. <laughs> In the morning. By Tyler Perry's shows. <laughs> which, which they have exclusive rerun rides forever. Yes. Alright. So you yeah. want to see the returning shows? Yeah, go ahead, Dragon Beast. Alright. Aquabat Super Show. Though it's not really returning. Um, it just passed it off. Just that, started. Started, that started at the time of the upfront. Yeah. I still hope we get the second season, though, because it kicks so much freaking ass. Yes, it does. Yeah. No, nope, they don't really give out number. How many? They don't really specify any kind of numbers or anything. It's just this is returning. Not saying how many episodes are coming. Just it's returning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan versus Family Game Night, My Little yeah. Pony, Pound Puppies, Haunting Hour, Secret Millionaires Club, which I never that even debuted. Yeah, that was like a mini series. So now it's mini series. <laughs> what is that? I guess there'll be another oh, one. Goodness. Oh, I I Transformer Yeah, I, I was gonna say as to what is the um Secret Millionaires Club. It's basically an animated series for the one percent. Uh, I I saw clips of it online. It started out as a series of online shorts um about these kids who um you know get into these um investment situations like uh, they learn about basic things about running a business and an investment from Warren Buffett. <laughs> 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 if Fitzy Rich was sensible about money. At least it's Warren Buffett who still drives around in his um. What year Miles deck is old, beat up, to, I think. There's to something kind of creepy about that. Investment. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> the out show for kids. the 1%. That is a great tagline. Watch the show <laughs> for the 1%. <laughs> also, I think this is kind of sad that the only returning game show is uh, Family Game Night. Are you serious? We picked a Picture Rica got canceled. Oh, Why we can't get the picture Rica. Come on. What happened to the family of life or whatever? Game of life. That's yeah, game of life. probably bombed. <laughs> and there's also now a Scrabble game, which is going to be doing horribly, mainly because A is not as 
Yeah, he needs to give up on the Nick 90 game show type of thing. This doesn't mention anything about are you smarter than a fifth grader, but then again, it doesn't mention anything about the other acquisitions. I think uh, fifth grader is reruns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I figure it's reruns because isn't Jeff Foxworthy doing a Bible game show now, I think? Wait, what? Jeff Foxworthy is the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Your career might be yeah. desperate, and... Yes, he's hosting a show on Game Show Network called The American Bible Challenge. Oh um, my god. <laughs> I have no words. But the thing is, isn't Game Show Network in more homes than The Hub? I believe it is, yes. Unfortunately. Yeah, man. Oh, let's talk about that. I'm super bummed that NBC didn't sell their... Uh, morning block to the hub. Oh, oh yeah, they, they needed they to fill the education stuff. It's like, you can do that with the hub. There's like six educational shows. <laughs> yeah, the news that um, NBC, NBC is dropping um, Kubo for, um, on, who's now providing um, uh, kids? Uh, Super LGBT, but now it's not for everyone. Yeah, um, they're um, Sprout, which uh, NBC happens to be a partner in. Oh, with. so they're going TBS. Yes, they Why? happen to own Sprout. They own, the they own the distribute. It's kind of like they're brokering because PBS can't. Pro I think it's against like PBS's charter to own yes. a network. Yeah, well, they own it jointly alongside um, um, PBS, Sesame Workshop, and an investment group called Apex Partners, so. Come on, it's like... business. <laughs> Questionable business going on with that preschool channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of preschool channels, uh, Disney Junior is not on every single cable system like... Um, Disney no. home thing to be. Yes. 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 We'll get to and that later. Is I'm smelling? Yes, yeah. it is. Woo! Do this. Because that transit, because what? You know, the next on the upfront list is Disney. Disney oh, Channel, God. Disney XD, and Disney Junior. Oh. Three channels at once. Let go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like Disney have outdid itself this year in terms of its animation stuff. Yes, Disney is definitely, I mentioned it before, but they're definitely going all out when it comes to animation because I was there was an article in the Los Angeles Times recently. They were talking about how Disney used to be like the last resort for animated shows, but now they're really getting into it um, because of the fact that Phineas and Ferb did so well and they have one of the former animation executives of Nickelodeon there so they have a bunch of people with development deals who have a lot in the animation industry they have um, a lot of people former people from a lot of hit television shows from Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. They have a development deal with Matt and Mike Chapman, who created Homestar Runner. And perhaps most interestingly, one of the new shows they announced comes from none other than Craig McCracken. Oh. Over yonder. Indeed. I had no idea that was, would even become a TV show. I thought that was just a side thing I was working on. 
it was a side thing uh, he was working on, but I think he wanted to create, sell it as a series, and he did. Hmm. Good for him. Good man. <laughs> but uh, according to the uh, press release for the opera, uh, Wander is an overly optimistic intergalactic traveler who, among with his loyal but bullish steed, Sylvia, goes from planet to planet helping people to lo- live free and have fun, all against the evil reign of Lord Hater and an army of watchdogs. He's gonna hate. Lord Hater! Hate! Hate! Hater! Oh, the memes <laughs> that will happen. <laughs> I think he needs to... Okay, I'm now imagining Lord Hater going to the Hater's Ball in the Chappelle show. Voice cast includes Jack McBriar of 30 Rock, um, Keith Dirt Ferguson from Fosters, and Tom Kenny. Who's in everything, so, yeah. Yes. I wonder who's going to voice Wonder. Probably Jack. That could be McBriar. He does. The fact that he does, like, Penny, you know, uh, Kenneth from Dirty Rock. He yeah. could probably pull off, you know, that. God. Oh yeah, that is definitely him. That I think because Wander's kind of, kind of a slack jawed yokel. What yeah. The, am I seeing? What is come, Teen Beach Musical? Oh, Teen Beach Musical. Yes. <laughs> uh, Disney oh. is attempting to do High School Musical again, except this oh. time they're bringing it back into the '60s in the days of. Oh. Frankie Avalon and Netflix. Oh, oh, wait, I think I recognize this drawing. I think I think I saw this in some of Craig's on DeviantArt. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Of, of, of Wander. Yeah. He also tells he also tells going, on his He's really? Uh, that's actually kind of interesting. Cool, yeah. It's the 2013 All-Star Bonanza. Yes. So this is going to be like, um, um, what's that movie High School Musical is based off of? Um, Grease? Uh, Grease? No, it's going to be based off Teen Beach musicals from the 60s. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, well, there was a lot of popular 60s musicals. Beach Blanket Bingo was one of the most famous. But the, the plot sounds kind of interesting for what it is. Um, it's, it seems like it's going to be self-aware, at least. But then again, um, let's see. Surfer girl Mackenzie and her boyfriend Brady literally go into a classic surf movie musical where it's bikers versus surfers. They somehow find themselves in a 60s beach musical. While they hatch a plan to get back home to present day, the duo try to blend in as everyone around them spontaneously breaks into song and dance. But when they interfere with the plot of the movie, their fate may be changed forever. It's like Pleasantville the musical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be as like Pleasantville and yeah. Because uh, no, definitely not. Yes, there won't be probably any sex involved. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have sex, you turn color. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. You got Ross Castes, Ross Lynch from Austin and Alley, Maya Mitchell from Australia's Trap. Garrett Clayton, Grace Phillips from The Nine Lives of Chloe King, John DeLuca, Chrissy Fitt from General Hospital, Kevin Chamberlain from Jesse, and Steve Valentine oh. from Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. 
and Disney XD's I'm in the band. Yeah. So at least they're keeping most of the cast is from Disney's properties. Yes, and the songwriters are in Disney's properties as well. Um, I see here they say the um, the soundtrack includes surf rock, Motown R&B, rockabilly, and comedic pop. And I recognize the names of two of the um, songwriting uh, groups on the list, uh, Antonina Armato and Tim James. They've written a lot for Miley Cyrus. And Aris Archantis, Chen Neiman, and Jeannie Lurie. They, they write a lot of theme songs for Disney Channel shows, they write a lot of incidental music for like Hannah Montana and such. And interestingly enough, they also wrote Pictures in My Head for the Muppets, so they were almost nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, the movie is written by the Vince Martell and Mark Landry of Zombie Prom, and Robert Horn of Sharp-Paced Fabulous Adventure. Yes. Directed by the guy who directed Geek Charmin and also choreographed Flashdance. Yeah, I believe the modern one. Yes, and it's choreographed by Chris Scott, who choreographed Lemonade Mouth. Yes, let me see. Well, Jeffrey. <laughs> so um, while while he's looking for that, what's Girl vs. Monster all about? Let's see. Halloween well, movie. Yeah. Now, Jeffrey Hamaday actually choreographed the original Flashdance, which isn't surprising Hi. because the director of High School Musical choreographed Dirty Dancing. So there's kind of a They're spawning the next guy. So, career co- projection, Jeff Hornaday is going to choreograph, is going to direct a some teen pop internet stars of 3D vacuum music, music concert. Yes, but he will not be put on trial for p- potentially killing Michael Jackson. Girl vs. Monster, your monster to- Monstober event, with That's Olivia Holt from Kicking It, as a fifth, as a savvy teenager who discovers her family's closely guarded secret, is the fact that they are monster hunters. Dun dun dun. You know, mm. this reminds me That's of Wendy Yeah, yeah, there's you know, someone's trying to unravel her um, family secret. And that, you know, they had to need, they need to face their biggest fears, overcome together, blah, 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 yakety smack. Next. Yakety smackety. <laughs> Code 9! Unscripted practical joke show for kids and families. Hidden camera. Oh, a show. Oh, boy. Coming this uh, summer. That sounds boring. Next. <laughs> Another music film Disney Channel oh. movie. Next! Yes, and let me point out what they have described this at a recent press event. They use this phrase, I believe, I am not making this up, Cyrano de Bergerac. It's basically the story of Cyrano de Bergerac played um, on the the, um, idea of African-American gospel. I believe it's an all-black cast. So it's... Yeah. yeah so I see everybody from Hates Chris. Um, yeah, Chris from everyone, everybody Hates Chris is in it. Yes. <laughs> and the black guy from So Random. Yes. Oh. As, as well. But the, but Nicole's moment is white as hell. Yes. Alright. So, Gravity Falls. 
Oh. Ryan, you want to take this one? Okay. Well, that's their other animated series, which um, I believe um, they have said they're attempting to make this and um, Wander Over Yonder companion pieces to Phineas and Ferb. So uh, this is about... um, Two um, brothers. Um, one article called it Twin Peaks for Children. I don't know if it will that be that surreal, but I think it's surreal in a comedy sense, as the two main characters, Dipper and Mabel, happen to be visiting their great uncle or Grunkle Stan in the town of Gravity Falls, Oregon, where, you know, all sorts of ordinary things happen well ordinary to there i assume like bigfoot encounters and being kidnapped by gnomes and fairies you know that sort of thing uh the creator is um alex hirsch who um is here's the voice of, uh, i can't do the voice she's the he's um a writer for it and also the voice of clamantha on fish hooks among other things and the voice oh. cast is jason thanks now, the voice cast for Gravity Falls is uh, Jason Redder, Chris Shaw, on and Alex Hirsch. Wait, did he work on Fish Hooks? Or... He worked on Fish Yeah, Hooks. he's Alex a writer he... on the show, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's also a voice actor. He also worked Next. on Abjack, which is a good Make your mark. Make your mark. No, because Gravity Falls has Christian Shaw in it, and I like her now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> He is good. I hate her on the Daily Show. I like her thanks to Bob's Burgers. Which didn't even then. mention in the press release. Why, why do, do people actually like fish hooks? Because it's just like a <laughs> bad show. It's so I liked it at first. It had a sort of surreal quality to it, but um, after that, it, it just kind of got boring, I think. I think it would be a better fit on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. No, like, <laughs> Cartoon Network doesn't need it. Okay, next item on the list. Make your mark. Talent competition, not next. Good luck, uh, Charlie. Third season. So what is Make Your Mark? <laughs> it's a talent competition. Talent competition. All right, so. It is a talent competition. Yeah. For kids and tweens. kind of surprised it took them that long to do it. No, they well, actually did one before. Yes, they did one last year tied in with um, Shake It Up, which is their kid com about two dancers, so it's not surprising. They even mentioned in the article, last year's Make Your Mark Shake It Up edition. Yep. <laughs> Average 12 million viewers, total viewers, and two telecasts. Yeah. So you haven't been reading, Sketch. <laughs> Good luck, Charlie. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised it took them until last year to do it. I mean, yeah. talent competitions are all the rage for the past, what, five Six years. Yeah. Well, they've also done the same sort of thing as a tie-in with Radio Disney. Um, <laughs> in fact, um, yeah. the the winner of their most recent um, Next Big Thing competition, Coco Jones, oh. is going to be the co-star in Let It Shine. So, again, they're using their different realms to cross-promote, which is something Disney always does well. Um, moving on, we now yes. have Good Luck Charlie. The, oh yeah. Mm. Um, oh, so the third season will debut with the June, this June with the third with a new baby. Yes. New baby. Yes. Um. In the 
movie last year, um, they had a Christmas movie, and the big surprise was um, it turns out that mom is pregnant again. So I guess they... I guess they realized that little Mia Tallarico is growing up, so they're going to have to need another baby. Um, what they call it, it Good Luck um, Charlie? They'll still be Good Luck Charlie because of the whole... Yes. Um, actually, they put the name to a vote. Um, they haven't revealed the winner yet, but people could go online after the movie aired and choose the name for the baby. It will be either for a male name, Noah, Jonah, Toby, Bobby Jr., or... Oh. Bo, or for Joe. female, Sydney, Erica, Mallory, Talia, or Jenny. Good luck, Jenny. Good luck, Jenny. Good luck, Bo. Good luck, Bo. Good luck, Bo. I'm not surprised Noah and Jonah came up. Good luck, Noah. <laughs> Good luck, Bobby. I have four Jenny. Jenny was a girl I knew. I can't even support that. She's my genet. <laughs> genet? No. Now we'd be moving on. Please, thank you. Easter weekend, blah, blah, blah. Special event. That has an yes. epic two-part of the Easter. Yes. Cares. Uh, oh, wait. Phineas and Ferb? Okay. Um. Yes. I mentioned this on that episode, but there's going to be a cliffhanger. Um, this is their big event for this summer for the show. Um <laughs> Um, so, um, thanks to Dr. Doofenshmirtz, Carl, um, Major Monogram's assistant at the secret agency. Intern. The, yes, intern, that's right. He's an unpaid intern. Um, Which isn't actually legal anymore. No, but then again, uh, the OWCA has animals as secret agents. I'm not sure if that's legal either. <laughs> Major Monogram is a bit of an odd bird. Um, but um, anyway, it turns out that Dr. Doofenshmirtz turns Coral evil and ends up taking over the organization. And all this happens to be happening while Phineas and Ferb and family are away on an African safari. And the cliffhanger is we literally ask, where's Perry? Because he mysteriously disappears thanks to one of Doofenshmirtz's inventions. And the resolution will be later in the summer. Yeah, and the Summer Adventure Weekend themed episodes will be in Gravity Falls, Fish Hooks, Jesse, and Farm. Good luck, Charlie. Austin and Allie, Shake It Up, Kick Matowski, Suburban Dark Daredevil, Lab Rats, Kicking It, Parakings, and Mr. Young. Basically That's right. everyone. It's spreading it to the other network. Yes. And there's a 90-minute Shake It Up movie. Yes. In August, where they go to Japan. Yes. Mm. I'm and also the Blue Man Group guest stars. According to this, Phineas and Ferb ranked number one animated series among tweens. And the and second Queens. dimension was the number one scripted pair cast among 6 and 11, and tweens 9 through 14. And Cable's number one scripted telecast in total viewers for 2011. That is correct. Um, number one non-sports telecast um, overall on cable for 2011. And with its key demographics, Phineas and Ferb is the number one animated show um, for four years running. I, I gotta say, to... I'm not surprised anymore since you, you remember those huge ratings on Disney XD where they had like a million views? Like, that yes. blew my mind. For Disney XD, a million views is a very large number. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it is. Because how many homes is Disney XD in actually? Like that's 50? a good question. 
Let me see if I. I can know this is in like now. I think full penetration, like all, every cable home now, every cable satellite home now. I mean, I know Nicktoons like thinks DBZ Kai has big ratings and it only has like six hundred forty-six thousand views for like high ratings. So. Yeah, that's because it's on digital tier. Disney XD began on digital tier. But it's been slowly trying to get out of that tier. Into the, you know, basic cable echelon. That includes, you know, ESPN, Nickelodeon, Disney Channel. I wish that was for me. It's on digital tier for me. (laughs) Alright. But speaking of XD, about Disney XD, they mentioned Marvel Universe. I thought you just said we were talking about that next episode. Well, (laughs) so, stuff is already, let me finish, stuff already announced, blah, 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 we will discuss discuss about Marvel Universe in detail next episode as we discuss it with DC Nation. Also, they didn't go over uh, details about it, you you know, after, you know, the block debut, you know, like Hulk versus in the Ages of Smash. Or the fact that Marvel also has its own animation studio now. Hmm. Like, internal animation studio, so they're not going to have to reload off off of Film Roman, which is what they're doing with Ultimate Spider-Man and Alright. Can we go on to Motor City now? Of course. Okay, I'm sorry I kept saying Motor City. I just want to... I thought that's what it was called. That's quite all right. I was just going to point out there was a catch for snapping at you. It's just okay. Understood. Yes, can you? It's ten twenty-three. Yeah, I thought you were skipping Motor City and Tron Uprising. That's what it sounded like you were no, doing. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Okay, miscommunication. We were going to go it in order and stuff. Okay. Okay. Whatever so... you say. Well, well, good now. We're all friends just now. Blast away. Okay. Motor City. Yeah, it's, it has an air date, April thirtieth. Preview on iTunes, April sixteenth for free. Hmm. Is it the first episode or the first episode? Okay. Is the premiere a two-parter or? I don't know. It just says. Um, I'm just looking at the press release here. It doesn't say if it's going to be a two-parter or not. It just says, well. Uh, they just released a press release um, today, actually, explaining the series more and what it's about. Um, a turbocharged animated series set in futuristic Detroit, controlled by an evil billionaire who bans personal freedoms, including automobiles. Now it's up to the Burners, a group of rebels led by 17-year-old Mike Chilton, to customize their fleet of cool hot rods and set out to stop Kane from taking over their last oasis of freedom, a subterranean refuge dubbed Motor City. The creator is Chris Prynoski, the founder of Titmouse Studios, who has worked on Metalpocalypse, Megas XLR, and MTV's Metalocalypse, uh, Downtown, and Megas XLR. And the voice cast includes Reed Scott, Nate Torrance, Katie Malushi, Kel Mitchell, Jess Harnell, Brian Doyle-Murray, Jim Brewer, Mark Hamill, and recurring guest appearances by Twisted Sisters D. Snyder as the Duke of Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's awesome. That sounds metal. A little little local fan support here. 
Sick. All that's missing is Ted Nugent. Yes. Although I've Very seen that the production of Robin Red Breast Incorporated in Disney. Yes. So I'm guessing uh, Parnowski left Titmouse? Um, it says here Robin Red Breast is a subsidiary of Titmouse. Okay. It didn't say on the um, upfront press release, so. I think that's the New York studio. Yeah. Yeah, And now there's Tron Uprising, which has been announced for June. Four years. And I heard, like, this is also kind of produced by uh, Madhouse, I believe, or something. I've heard, like, it's, like, animation studio was farmed out east. Hmm. Not sure. I'll have to look into that. Well, I'm looking it up now. Our Tron franchise. Okay, so, no, it doesn't say on Wiki. I, I think I may have been just reading it. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's the... It's a 3D-2D hybrid. It takes place between both... Between the original Tron and Legacy. Hmm. All right, hmm. and it stars cool. Beck, who has been chosen to lead the mission to free his home, a computer world known as the Grid, from the reign of the villainous Q- Clue and his henchman, man General Tesla. Beck will be trained by the greatest warrior the Grid has ever known, Tron. <laughs> Executive producer directors Charlie Bean from Robot Boy and Samurai Jack and Powerpuff Girls. Consulting producers Edward Kitts. Adam Horowitz, both of whom are screenwriters on Tron Legacy and executive producers on Lost and Once Upon a Time, and Justin Springer, co-producer of Tron Legacy. Music is composed by Joseph Trapanese, and the voice cast is Elijah Wood, Emmanuel Chiriki, Andy Moore, Nate Cordy, Cordry, Lance Henriksen, Paul Rubens, Reginald Bell Johnson, and Bruce Boxlatner as Tron. Yes. Pee-wee is in the show, and so is the dad from Family Matters. And including Mandy, the princess on... And Lockdown. Plus Tangled Princess. Yes. The series is about the new Tron, right? Making a new Tron. Did you really call Elijah with the dude from Happy Feet? I'm sure his (laughs) career is so happy right now. (laughs) But we're dealing with a hobbit. Yeah, I think I'd rather be a hobbit than a, well, a kind of messed up penguin. And there's another animated series. That killed an entire animation company. What? Didn't that movie get a sequel? What? Happy Feet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Happy Feet. How did it kill the entire company? Out on DVD. And Blu-ray. Amalogic? Amalogic's not dead. Amalogic is perfectly fine. Yeah, I think we, um, oh, well, there was, um, 
they did lay off um, 600 employees um, at one of the lab, uh, one of the studios that did it, Dr. D, but I don't, oh, oh, that's right, Happy Feet 2 was animated at a different studio than Happy Feet 1. Happy Feet 1 was animated by Animal Logic, which is still thriving, and um, I think they did the Owls of Gahul, and I remember on a previous episode we pointed out they're going to do the Bone adaptation, so... They did uh, Lego Star Wars. Remember, guys, Animal Logic is the creators of the Cartoon Network 2004 packaging. Just letting you know. Uh-huh. And the 2007 uh-huh. Tsunami. Oh, that's right. Oh, Sarah was responsible for giving Tom a face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja, Fall 2012 the? on Disney XD. We, it follows the fast, quote-unquote fast-paced adventures of Randy Cunningham, who is a ninth grade ninja in the ninth grade, and has a magical ninja suit, and is following the teachers of teachings of the Ninja Nomicon. Sounds like me. An 800-year-old Ninja Nomicon. An 800-year-old ninja guy. And he has the help I, of his best buddy, Howard. Oh, I get it. It's like the Necronomicon. <laughs> the voice cast is... I think... I uh, think Kishimoto's gonna sue somebody. Voice, <laughs> voice cast is Ben Schwartz of Parks and Recreation, Tim Curry, Megan Mullally, and Andrew Cadwell. Um, yes. Interestingly... Um, one of the animators said on Tumblr that Jonan Vasquez is working as a character designer on that show, so that's interesting. That's be, oh, that's is he really? Because it's there's no like reference to that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, apparently Robin Redbreast is in L.A. Actually, of Yes. Yes, they are producing this show as well, as well as um, Boulder Media in Ireland. This is a U.S. Ireland co-production. No. Um, I didn't know that was much of an animation scene in Ireland. Some episodes of Ninja Turtles was animated there. I think um, they're also animating, oh, yes, a different studio, but when we get to Disney Junior, they're animating Doc McStuffins in Ireland. So apparently there is a thriving Irish animation industry, or at least it's thriving long enough to give two animated shows to Disney. And they also, remember, I believe that industry is begat by the secret of Kells. Ah, uh, yes, Academy Award nominee. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and the three shows that they fail to give, you know, blows, but it's because they are acquired shows, are Slug Terra, that's also coming this fall, Packages from Planet X, coming out this early 2013, and Pac-Man Spring 2013. And we just yes. want to say that that may be a 3D cartoon. Like, yes. It will be Pac-Man is the 3D cartoon. It's yes. more than one sense of the war, as we mentioned earlier in the, one of the podcasts. Um, yes, we know all too well about the Pac-Man cartoon and its bizarre Spider-Man-esque backstory, and its lofty dream to be the first stereoscopic 3D animated series in history. And, uh, and then oh there's Slug Terra. Yes. Which I, I, I did this while going on the internet and searching it. Um, I give you... A uh, guy riding a r- mechanical of uh, wolf 
I believe, shooting a gun that's shooting a poke, shooting out a flaming Pokemon, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's NerdCorps for you. Yes, it basically uh. sounds like Pokemon with slugs. I'm here on NerdCorps' website, and I'm reading. Looking oh. up there, boss. Elias Shane is determined to be the greatest slug-slinging, which is capitalized for some reason, <laughs> hero of them all. Only by training and dueling with little critters called slugs, capitalized, oh. can Elias and his team hope to defeat the forces <laughs> of evil. Oh, tell you, slug is an acronym. I want to punch somebody. I you mentioned the part where the slugs transform into oh. powerful magical beasts. That part is awesome. <laughs> Holy crap, we thirty-nine episodes. They ordered thirty-nine episodes of this? No, there's thirty-nine <laughs> episodes available. Plus yes. thirty-nine yes. one minute slugisodes. Oh yes. slugisodes. Slugisodes. Those sound like they would be sh- they would be slow instead of short. <laughs> I have found nothing packages from Planet X, so... Uh, I was reading something about it. All I know is that it's an American Greetings property, and I think I found... From people from Care Bears. Yeah. yeah Care Bears Wait. and... Well, you know, they probably should have gone with something. <laughs> oh, well. And this show was aimed at boys, yet it's from the people from Care Bears. Yes. Um, well, American has multiple properties. Yes, they did Mad Balls back in the 80s, which was their attempt to cash in on the gross factor that Garbage Pail Kids and the like made popular. And, and um, they are, there's also, like, they did, like, this cartoon that I saw when Hubberbia was, no, Hubbub was still a thing. Um, called uh, Timo, I believe it was. I'm trying to find the um, their you know kid brand website, you know. Oh, I- I'm right here. American Greetings Products Brands AG Property. I'm looking to see what brands they have. They have. Let's see. They have some. Most of them are girls. I want some... watch. They did Twisted Whiskers. Marioku Yummy. Yeah. Holly Hobby. Tempo. That's the one I was looking at. That was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Or even though it was designed mainly for preschoolers, it did look cool. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, how are you going to talk about Disney Junior, or are we yeah, just going to? Yeah, Disney Junior. You... The fact that it's not on that. It, one fact is they're not on every cable channel. The 24-7 feed is not on every cable and satellite system. Yes. Don't that's still on, people! And we'll be showing Veronica Mars in April! Yeah, actually, um, it's right next to the hub on my TV. But it's not on DirecTV. Or did it actually... Uh, it's on Xfinity. So. Yes, but I'm on DirecTV and they are still debating. SoapNet's still on there. Yes. Yeah, like Rise House yeah. has both Disney Junior and SoapNet. Yes. Whereas this, Ouch. Disney Junior was supposed to Ouch. destroy SoapNet. Ouch. I, I just wonder why would Soap acquire more shows if they're already gonna like die? Ouch! 
What? What? There's what a do dog you? In my room. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but like the uh, providers, are, you know, the listed providers right now are Comcast, Time Warner, Cablevision, Bright House Networks, and Verizon. No. But um, you know, Directv is not has yet to get rid. Re- adopt Disney Junior Dish has yet to adopt it. So and so that it, which was supposed to be dead is still going on, although it's in a weird feed only like you know feed only state. There's not going to be new content. It's just it's like just a zombie. Be acquisitions and stuff. But the. Moving on, we got the other productions of uh, Round Bag Films, Doc McStuffins, which we were discussing about earlier. Yes, that's their big new series. There's this Disney fan site called Stitch Kingdom, um, and the owner of that site has a running gag about Doc McStuffins, but I've seen the show. It's cute for what it is for preschoolers. Um, The creator called it Cheers for Preschoolers. I don't know if it would go that far. It's just a cute show in, like, the the vein of, like, a Dora the Explorer or some sort. We have a little girl, a little black girl, who... Um, has a magic stethoscope and she can talk to animals and she um, stuffed animals and she figures out what's wrong with them like oh you have icky sticky disease you need to take a bath it's it's just very simple like that it's cute for what it is it's obviously not the type of show that would appeal cross-generationally like My Little Pony or anything, except in an even more ironic fashion. But for what it is, it's cute. I don't think it would make kids, adults, try to pull their hair out. Although like, I'm reading the um, bio of okay, reading the paragraph on the upfront. Its creator and executive producer is Emmy Award-winning writer-producer Chris Mee, who yes. did Little Bill, and also Deadliest Catch Crab Fishing in Alaska. Yes, that that. is the most random. (laughs) In other words, he's responsible for a reality show. Yeah. Some discovery. (laughs) And then there's a primetime event coming this September involving Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Ow. That'll be on, um... Mm Mm-hmm. Disney Channel proper, probably, most likely, as well. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Mickey and Donald have a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Which will also air in fall 2020. You know, they have really ruined Mickey Mouse Club. Mickey Mouse's fame with this show. I mean, it's great that new kids are able to realize who he is, but it'd be nice to have some new shorts off him, you know. Mm, and there's, that's true. And there's Sophia the First, which will introduce a new little girl princess to its line of princesses. Yes. Oh, Let's uh, see. They're designed to communicate. The stories are designed to communicate positive messages and life lessons that are applicable to preschool-age children. Voice cast is Ariel Winter, Sarah Ramirez, Wayne Brady, and Tim Tim Gunn. Wayne Brady. Yeah. Wayne Brady and Tim Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Tim Gunn for Project Runway. Oh, oh my God. God. Bravo. Yes. Oh. Well, technically Lifetime now. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you guys don't know about it. The Happy Huggle Monsters, is, which is based on 
book series, I'm a Happy Hugglemore by Niam Sharky. That follows the adventures of the spirited five-year-old Henry Hugglemonster, the middle child in a family of fun-loving monsters. On, it's animated by the same studio as Doc McStuffins, so there's another Irish show for you. And Quiet Is, produced in Scotland by yes. Films, a stop-motion animated series, which has tranquil songs and serene visuals. All right. You guys ready for Nick? Yes. Michael Bay says the Ninja Turtles are from the alien race. The internet as a whole collectively flips its shit. And then he has to clarify. Um, everyone has to clarify. Basically, it's the blessing of the creators of the Ninja Turtles. Yes, don't worry. Kevin Eastman is working with us. And besides, in the backstory, the mutagen came from the planet Utron. So it's not like this Ninja Turtles with alien ties is a new thing. Huh. But the other big news was Korra gained a release date. Yes. Woo! April 14th. Oh, it's already out. Well, we uh, can only well, see the first two episodes, the premiere episode online. Yeah. Which is awesome. Cool. What are we talking about? We're talking about The Legend of Korra. Oh, the new episode? We're, 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 we're going to watch it. We're on KorraNation.com. Uh, that, that's been pulled. That's been pulled. Oh, it's already been taken down? It was a freaking only deal. Oh. Well, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Got my hopes up. <clears throat> well, it's, well, well, it's, it's still like, out there. Yeah. You know I had to do it illegally. Just go just Google. But um No oh, wait, I oh, I remember I believe I heard that the 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 hour premiere is now free on iTunes. Please. Oh well. Woo! And in HD I think. But um you want to say the returning shows real quick? I'll say them. Um, yeah. SpongeBob, Tough Puppy, Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda, The Penguins of Madagascar, Fairy Odd Parents, and. What? Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. And won't fucking die! <laughs> Fairy Odd Parents. Remember! Remember what we said earlier before recording? In the week club. Um, Butch Hartman is the Seth MacFarlane of Nickelodeon. The finales they use for this show could be used on shows that are left hanging. How many finales has this show had? The fact that the Fairly Odd movie is also getting a sequel? It's not like they're going to promote it. No, it's a Christmas movie, though, this time, so... But still, it's a sequel movie. Is Timmy going through puberty? Otherwise, I don't care about it. A Fairly Odd Christmas, a sequel to 2001's hit live-action TV movie. Does he have a blue hat this time? No. He uh, tries to save Christmas, but gets caught on the naughty list. So, yeah. <laughs> Once again. Anyway, let's go back to animation. Um, <laughs> Legend of Korra, April 14th. What do you guys think? It kicks ass. I'm, I'm mad that it's against the Aquabats. I won't mess up this time. That's kind of annoying. Make me choose between my two greatest loves. It's awful. I didn't watch. I wouldn't watch uh, Avatar the last time, so I'm promising to watch it this time. Yeah. Uh, also, the Wings Club has also been renewed. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Uh, no one cares though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Raving Rabbit is getting a cartoon. 
The what? Oh, you dumb. Oh, you rabbits. You stole my the franchise and now you're ruining my house. Uh. The fact is, how will this. How would a um, 26, ep- 26 episodes of The Ravage work? It's like Angry Birds, but even stupider. Yes, and it's announced, um, Rovio has actually announced that they are actually in the works of doing an Angry Birds animated series. I don't know who will pick it up, but seeing as Nickelodeon has been doing some promotion with them, I don't know. But mm. yeah, it's the fact What would that even the, be about? Actually, the Angry Birds animated shorts they've released have actually been really good. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Roadrunner Wild and Coyote sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, the next one is Monsters vs. Aliens. Dreamforce. Absolutes also. Yes. And then Robot and Monster, which is a uh, 26 episodes, 2012-2013 season. It's CG animated buddy comedy, set in a unique world where gangs of howling green cyber monkeys roam the streets at night. Everybody loves bacon. And robots and monsters live side by side, but typically don't get along. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking robotomy, regular show, that type of humor here. Mm. On a Nickelodeon show? Yes. Well, mainly robotomy type of humor. It's from Josh Star- uh, Sternin, Jeff Ventimiglia, and Dave Pressler. Mm. And then there's the... Sponge, it's a SpongeBob Christmas, a stop-motion SpongeBob Christmas special. I'm kind of yeah. excited for that. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in that. That's, that sounds like it would be fun. It, um, it's being done in the style of the old stop-motion Rankin-Bass Christmas specials. And the plot here says it's about Plankton attempts to get the Krabby Patty formula once again by turning everyone in bikini Again?! Bottom- by turning everyone in Bikini Bottom bad by feeding them his special jerktonium laced fruit cake. Um, the special will Let's also go something different. I'm now. Wait, will this <laughs> be an HD? I'm now. Or... I know you're excited. It will Does be anyone an know HD. Who... Excited? Okay. I'll show you excited. I tell you, I was off and beat you to death with them. The last special was in HD, so... And it's also going to be feature um, the amusing song, which was written and performed by Tom Kenny, Don't Be a Jerk. It's a cute song. I'm glad they're using it in a special. And also, uh, John Goodman is Santa. Yes. So, I'm trying to remember, is John Goodman Robo-Santa in Futurama? Um, he was in the first episode, but not in the second. Wait, 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 wait. Just saw something here. Seven new animation pilots picked up for the 2012-2003 season. Four yeah, which four. created by Butch Hartman. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm going to say. Butch Hartman is the Seth MacFarlane of Nickelodeon. Oh, my gosh. He will be there forever, and he just launched a YouTube channel. Yes. What? Yeah, it's called YouTunes or something like that. Yes. He's taking he's taking um submissions from um 
amateur animators and they were pointing out on cartoon brew, brew how bizarre the um the thing the the rights management is basically they own the rights to the first short you make for them but you still own the rights to the ip but they also have the possibility to fund it as a series if it becomes popular it's it, there was an article i was reading today about the animation boom um and they were mentioning that alongside the series Tom Hanks is doing and the um, uh, what we were talking about before with Fred Seibert's cartoon Hangover. It does seem that there's another web animation boom. Apparently this is 1999 again and apparently Butch Hartman wants people's animation submissions because he has so many ideas that he needs to steal other people's ideas. <laughs> we like you for much Hartman, we do. Yes. No, we don't. No, Just get, tone it down a bit. Yeah. yeah. And live Let's action. Stick to Tough Puppy. Yeah. Or, or bring back Danny Phantom. Good. Yeah. Am I the only one who just hated Danny Phantom's ending? It just. Uh, it it kind of yeah. left that little yeah. open ended. It just. It also feels rushed. Well, to be fair, that's because apparently season three had this. Had um. I hated Danny Phantom at all, so I don't know. But, um, um, did Don just die? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I stabbed him. You just did? Because he just can't kill me that easily. Moving on, there's, um, live action stuff. Um, New shows, um, iCarly, Victorious, Big Time Rush, Super Ninja's Fraternity Shows. Marvin Marvin, new show from Fred Figglehorn. Yes. yes. Wait, they picked up more episodes? Yes, they're picking up more episodes of his show, as well as another, a third TV movie, Fred Goes to Camp, and he's also getting another sitcom, Marvin Marvin, where he's an alien trying to blend in on Earth. Like, that hasn't been done, like, 57 million times. <laughs> and on Fred! My favorite Martian, <laughs> Phil of the Future, Mike and Molly, whatever that show's called. No, Mike and Molly is, no, you mean Mark and Mindy. Yeah, Mike and Molly aren't aliens, they're just fat. <laughs> but it's a popular, and remember, it has an M. Also, One Direction, more pop bands. Yes. Rags! Music-infused modern-day fairy tale. Yes. This is another attempt on a musical take with a black cast, including Kiki Palmer, previously of True Jackson VP, and the producer is Nick Cannon, which is interesting. Why he comes on every all channel? Time. He's, he just <laughs> came back and now he's everywhere. What the hell is with this? Yes, Nick Cannon, he's um, been with Nickelodeon recently, but... Teen as... Nick, the, like, Teen Nick, quote-unquote, head. Yes, but he also has another project in the works for another network, which we'll get to shortly. Yes. But moving on, it's a highlighted Fairly Odd movie, sequel, Fairly Odd Christmas, The Return of Figure It Out. Wait, 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 before we, um, don't you guys know that there's, like, already two Christmas specials for Fairly Odd parents already, so I'm wondering if they'll do that in continuity with I, this. I, 
Well, this is a sequel to the live-action film, which is about Timmy Turner being a 20-something who still refuses to let go of his fairy godparents. Which, Although now he's... Yes, now he's allowed to keep them forever as long as he does good deeds, as they pointed out at the end of the first live-action film. So it's he's terrible. basically the world's luckiest man-child. <laughs> That's how big it, as he and Trixie now travel in a van. Yeah, yes. kind of <laughs> he still never graduated from fifth grade, though. So, yes, no, he's an elementary school dropout. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. Dark and twisted in it and upon itself. Yes, yet he gets the very odd parents. I, I just want to like flip him off if I ever saw him. <laughs> he's so lucky. Um, moving on, there's uh, uh. Uh, figure it out is back. Yes. Without Summer Sanders. And the guy who did You Pick Man. Oh. Uh, it's... Um, the, um, Dan Schneider is trying to make a new series. Yes. I was moving at the back of Summer Sanders. Yes. Okay. Well, yes, Dan Schneider is trying to make another series, um, and he continues to spin off supporting casts into main stars, as he has in the past. This time, um, Miranda Cosgrove, who, of course, was a sporting char- a character on Drake and Josh, she got her own series, iCarly, and now her supporting co-star, um, Jeanette McCurdy, is going to get a series. Um, oh, and, and Jeffrey Tra- Trainer is also getting another series. Yes, on Nick at Night. And, and um, again, it seems like a his show seems like a premise that has been done a million times before. Two follicles. Uh, yes, um, a um, a smart kid. Jerry Trainer is playing the straight man to a smart kid. So. No, he's a goofball uncle. Who becomes the guard? Jeffrey Trainer is Jeffrey Trainer, a goofball uncle who becomes a guardian to his conservative, twelve-year-old genius nephew. Yes. And also speaking of Nick and Knight, they're also going telenovela. Yes. <laughs> with Hollywood Heart Heights. Yes. A daily scripted series based on the wildly popular television telenovela Alcanzar Una Estrella. Which translates to Reach for a Star. And um, a number of episodes will feature a recurring guest spot by James Franco playing a passionate, intense, eccentric movie mogul who lives life to the fullest. Often outrageous. It's going to be telenovela crazy time. Yes. This, the and fact also- that we have two, a telenovela movie done by Will Ferrell in yes. Spanish. Uh, oh wow, eighty-one hour. Oh, it kind of reminds me of um, 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 House of Anubis. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I've gotten into. And there's also going to be a Scott Bayo uh pilot with uh Nick and I. Yes. Alrighty, here. So you guys ready for Cartoon Network? Yeah. Yes. Let's jump into the fact that Cartoon Network. That- uh, pretty much just did fan wankery at the upfront by just do- holding like this big fancy upfront presentation. I've read um, Toonzone.net actually has a um, 
review of that upfront presentation, which included like a script reading for Adventure Time. Yeah, and as well as like, also performing various cartoon themes. Yeah, and yes. Pendleton wore like um, um, played a Adventure Time theme song on his um ukulele. Yes. Backed up by said orchestra. It was the announced stuff that pisses everybody off. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I wasn't really pissed off. I, it, I, it's, it's just yeah, underwhelming. Yeah, I was pissed off. It's more of a disappointing yes. thing. The, it's the, just underwhelming. Um, all of the. Go ahead. All of the other networks are basically trying to one-up each other with more cartoons and new cartoons since they know what kids like. And uh, Cartoon Network is still off in their own little world, yet thinking very strangely, well, Nickelodeon has a show with Fred Figglehorn, so let's do one about the annoying orange <laughs> Which was announced before the upright. It was announced last year. Yes. Answering this summer. Huzzah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Annoying Orange, one billion YouTube views today. Yes. Yes, and um. From the you... Emmy Award winning Never seen it. Pinky and the Brain and the director of Monsters vs. Aliens. And Madagascar 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it Madagascar three? Yeah. Um. Yes. They were. They were in Oh. Uh, um. Yeah. I'm honestly hoping this show like dies a terrible death. Death slot. <laughs> it. It. It just. It's. I don't know. <laughs> Fans could just stick what, on. You know what won't be death slotted? Nick Cannon sketch comedy series. Yes. Right there is just like more. Yes. <laughs> Runner, 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 runner. Nick Cannon is now slated to help produce, uh, quote unquote, and I'm not, this is literally from the upfront press release, the next generation of Cartoon Network stars. Yes. Even though and I'm, he I'm also is also going to, quote unquote, bring <laughs> the funny. With a live-action half-hour sketch comedy show rooted in raw mischief, high energy, and slapstick humor, you'll never know what will happen next. How's my wife Harry stand him? Well, Sorry, everyone see the clip. Running errands from his. I refuse to watch it on the grounds. It's gonna be stupid. Sorry. Pretty funny. I thought one of the sketch of Jeremy Shaw was kind of entertaining. Can I get five down on my pick? I think Dave Chappelle says the best. Fuck Nick Cannon. Fuck that. Fuck that dumb shit. He came in when all that started to suck. Is that a minivan? Go ahead to NBC. It will... uh, The sketch comedy series will star Jeremy Shada. What the even doing that? Isn't he walking for Teen Nick, though? Well, he's also been on NBC, so... Isn't he he like a fake German, though? He's not an actual chairman. Yeah, he's like a fake figurehead. Yeah. Nick Cannon is shooting holes through multiple networks. I see what he's doing. It'll, the Sketch Comedy Series will star Jeremy Shada, uh, who's also Finn on Adventure Time, Brandon Suhu, who was that little uh, gang leader on, in Traffic Thunder, who is no more than two, <laughs> Shemek Moore of Joyful Noise, that uh, he starred in a, a movie with Dolly Parton and Queen Latifah. Oh, the, oh that movie. Uh, um, Shauna Case uh, uh, from American Horror Story. 
Yeah. And Chanel Peloso of level up. So basically mm. the only question I really care about is Shami Shada. And all these guys will probably get spinoffs with their own comedy shows. It's the place. You don't see them in five years, probably. Only uh, Jeremy. In the animation projects, there is hope. In the form of DreamWorks Dragons, the series, based off how to train your dragon. They shortened it to Dragons? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, it will feature... I don't really like the title. But I guess they're really not training you, dragons. They're just dragons now. You're just hanging with dragons and doing dragon stuff. Dragons. The series. Yeah. Just dragons. Dave Marshall, America Ferreira, Christopher Mintz-Flasse, and T.J. Miller all reprised the roles they had in the movie. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. New Lego Project. That's just it. Yeah, Penalty and Jogger's doing so well that... Ninjago and Lego are working on another show. I already got a few laughs out of Lego Ninjago, so. Please be my article. They're not reviving that for the 10 year anniversary of that. Oh, come on. Uh, um, new Ben Tension, we already learned. Um, Omniverse. Boom. Ben will have a new character design that pays homage to his past, and he'll have a whole new batch of aliens to battle. I think th- uh, I'm kind of interested in this since Oliver seems to be going somewhat back towards the style of the first Mentor series, which was really the last Mentor series. They know they can't do action story. anymore since Dwayne McDuffel's dead. They can't do that anymore because he was. Oh, well, they can still do action. It's just. It just. They can bend. I mean, I. I hate to say it, but I some episodes, the original Ben 10 was a fun little show, and then came Alien Force, just like, oh, fuck that, man, they're teenagers now. I don't like what Jamie Duffy did with Ben 10. It was just, he just made it kind of boring for me. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I had a fetish for Ultimate Alien. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I was pretty pretty interested in it. Omniverse will have a new rookie partner. His younger um, self. Um, Why is his younger like? No, there's so much continuity errors with this show. It's not no, funny. He doesn't say. It doesn't say his younger self. He just says oh. a little help from his new by the book rookie partner. Oh. But if you watch the preview, you see like a younger version of Ben or something like that. I don't know. Time But he's also getting ten new aliens. No surprise there. Boy, you gotta make those toys. Inks another ten. Therefore, twenty forty selling. There's also they reannounced Beware the Batman, which we already learned from the original DC Mm -hmm. Nation, like from like a DC Nation announcement thing from last year. It's all CG, but we did get a clearer image of Batman from it. And man, he looks weird. Looks horrible. Looks like a vampire. Fan Register is executive producing Glenmore coming from Batman Beyond and Matt Mitch Watson from Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated are producing. Oh, I I got a bad feeling about this. It kind of bounces it out though. Is it is is the CGI pulling me off? I mean, I'm getting CGI. CGI. I, I I know, but story. I'm kind That's of waiting to see animation, but. Yeah, the, 
It has Science to be emotion. Weird. If you that guys saw the last episode, you know. That's how we got over Green Lantern. Yeah, you just got to see emotion with us, that make judgments. Well, did you guys see the last episode of Brave and the Bold? Because they showed, like, CGI animation of Batgirl, so... Maybe that's how it'll look like in this series. And I didn't like it. No, that's just for, like, a Saudi second clip, though. True. I well, think the better example is the fact that, you know, it, you had the Green Lantern cartoon. Yeah. It's, it, but that's Bruce Timm animation there, so... Well, Bruce Timm, but it's still... WB is still animating it. Bruce Timm CGI right there. Mm. But it's based on the character design of Bruce Timm. But translates. Am I the only one who doesn't think like Bruce Timm's good with um with CGI? It's it's just looking odd for his blocky character. He should, he, yeah, yeah. He's stick to it. it's, it's just odd. Yeah, it's odd. It's an odd transition. going. It's Bruce Timm's designs are better in a two D environment. All right, John. How about them? Uh, how about them Thundercats? Hold on, but first we got yeah. the we return do? of total drama. Oh. Avenge of the Island. Oh, out! Spoiler alert! <laughs> I know who won. Oh yeah, it already aired in Canada. I don't even know the characters yet, so it yeah, wouldn't yeah, matter. Hey, well, that's gonna be a pause. But everyone knew who won with the Cody won, right? And Cody. Yeah, that Cody. didn't stop that from becoming a huge success in the states. Yeah. So. And it's just the fact, and the reason why they're going back to the island, it's a total waste, toxic waste dump, <laughs> perfect to put teenagers into danger. Woo! Right. For a race. Host. What's his name? Forgot the host. Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Oh my god, I just read the description of the final episode. If it's true, I'm gonna have the biggest smile on my face. Is Cody there? It's a new no, cast. It's an entirely new cast. Yeah, it's a reboot. <laughs> oh. It's not a reboot. It's like season. It's like how it's season four. Let's change the cast. Like any other reality show does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Innocent look. He was Just, like, G- give it up on Cody, man. <laughs> and guess what? Your favorite Hall of Game award, your favorite award shows back. Hall of Game. And then someone, who knows why it's back? Yeah, it, it got what? like, it got terrible ratings the first year. We got a little better next last year, this year. So. Which justifies its existence for our third year, sadly. I don't like the after party. <laughs> it's still not after. even good ratings. It does less than adventure than Cartoon Network comedies on Mondays yet. It, I don't know why they bring it back. Who knows? Network is insane. Agenda. Speaking yeah. of it's Cartoon PR, comedies, you all are returning series. Adventure Time, regular show, Mad, <laughs> Gumball. <laughs> Looney Tunes, Ninjago, Level Up, Stars of Cornwalls, Young Justice, Johnny Test, Pokemon, Green Lantern, Almost Naked Animals, Castle Scare School, Hero 108, Scaredy Skull, Psychic. I did not know that half, uh, at least a quarter of these shows were still in production, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. Also, right. Scooby Doo is coming back, but it's not mentioned. Where's Thundercats? Are you sure about that, though, Yukari? Are you sure? Because they um, may just be bringing it online, so... Maybe. Where's that Thundercats? But that can't be a waste of entire Where's my Thundercats? It's cancelled, okay? It's to be fair, they didn't put Scooby-Doo on here either, and that's why I was so 
a second season. So who what's wrong? Actually, I'll be honest. Um, on the, in the Toy Fair, they didn't even announce any new Thundercat toys. So oh, that really so, okay. So that's that's just as good as that. Yeah. Thundercast, that was like the best show though. I mean, like, yes, so it was awesome. And it went the way of Symbiont Titan. But what was its rating and Damn. its sales? Yeah, it seems that any action cartoon that's not DC. I hate ratings. I remember seeing like the Thundercast toys at Walmart in, in the uh, clearance bin. <laughs> I went to a Walmart Super Center. I saw, like, they were in the clearance racks. I saw, like, a few Thundercats toys. From the current one. Yeah, it's sad. So, um, you guys want to talk about Cartoon Planet real quick? The one discussed? I I didn't see it. I didn't see either because Verizon Files effed up my CMV for two straight weeks. (laughs) Yeah, Verizon Files. Thanks guys. So you got your right TV. When you, you live in the New York City area, how's that like in that? Uh, mm. just, it was only Cartoon Network. Every other channel worked perfectly fine. It was just Cartoon Network that was all stacking and stuff. So. All right. Let me give you a quick recap, though, for, recap for a recap. second. Recap. Re- 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 you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. okay. Recap it. Yeah. Well, Cartoon Planet is basically the return of Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just show a lot of old cartoons, like... um. Chowder, um, my gym partner is a monkey, um, Ed and Nettie. So it's well um, called the return of Cartoon Planet as Cartoon Planet. With Brack and yeah. Zorak returning from the Adult Swim landscape. Yeah, so this is any Cartoon Planet, but without Space Ghost. Yes. Every Friday think, night, guys, watch it. It needs to I think it. this is what's going to happen. It's a talent exchange. Brack and Zorak return to Cartoon Hour proper from Adult Swim, while Tom and Toonami go from Cartoon Hour to Adult Swim. That said, oh. we got a little surprise on April Fool's. It turns out, instead of airing the room, Adult Swim... Come on, can we just wait for Sketch to come back to do this? Oh, that's true, that's true. But yeah. where is... Sure, you can't talk oh. about Toonami about Sketch. That's like yeah. that's like a sin. Okay, so can't talk about else? this is gonna be well, awkward. Let's well, go wait, back wait. to more of the announcement. Well, no, I just favorite. wanna say wait, no, no. Um apparently <laughs> showdown is coming back. Um and, it's and I be just wanna say what I wanna say about that. What I wanna say about that. How is that show coming back? But none of the D C Nation shows are becoming full fledged T V shows. I mean what the hell? I, I Yeah. That just Warner Brothers animation likes to fuck with us. I don't hate Down Showdown, but between that and I don't know. Thundercats. Yeah. And is this Thunder- Thunder- Chronicles being produced in Canada? Yeah, it's like, some test is now. Yeah. So um. Uh, like, does this take place after the series, or is it? I have no idea. I have no idea. All I see, all I saw is that one video, and that's all I know. I never watched Silent Showdown, but uh, are they gonna stick with the ninja concept? Seems like they're going all over the place with the pirates and stuff. Um, it's it's have the same basic concept as first series. Find mystical objects, fight over them, and weird battles, etc., etc. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. 
let's go do a best and worst of the upfront. Like your best and favorite announcement and your least favorite announcement. <laughs> and then my worst. Uh, let's start with Don. Uh, best? I really don't have a best, to be honest with you. It seems kind of meh. I... Well, what was the fan favorite? Your fan like <laughs> uh, Wanda make Wanda way Wander over yonder. Wander over yonder. Alright. Since had a design I trust the creator. And least Oh Hard to say. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay. I'll. Uh, duh, I guess. Fucking Hall of Games coming back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Going to next on is Rad. Um, Ukari. Okay, my best, I'll have to say my best out of all these are fun, so happy. Uh, I'll say Wanda Over Yonder. I really liked Craig McCracken's work on Powerful Girls and Frost Home for Imaginary Friends, and I'm pretty sure to see a new series come from him after so long. Um, and I think it's a pretty cool concept. As for my worst, I'll have to say as bad as Hall Game was coming back is, and as weird as the Nick Kang thing might be, my worst has to go to Annoying Orange. I mean, what the hell? Does Carl yeah. never really feel the need to compete with Fred? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can't Just... wait for the ne- someone to go after Epic Meal Time. <laughs> it went beyond just G4, but who has G4? I wouldn't mind, like, those mosh, um... My grandma has D- G4. Oh, that's the rap videos or whatever. Maybe if the, that got a TV show, that'd be awesome. Um, Dragon Peace, best and worst. Um, my best is just seeing Adventure Time getting renewed. It's my favorite show on Cartoon Network at the moment. And, you know, this season looks like a really good one. So I'm just happy. And I hear there's a fifth season on the way. I'm, you know, just keep rolling Adventure Time because I'll keep watching. And, um, my least favorite, um... Just level up. Seeing it get another season just pisses me off. Because I was a huge fan of Tower Prep. And I, I just don't... Uh, it, I'm just mad. So. Uh, Ryan! Alright. For the best, I'm going to have to go with Disney's um, animation incentive as a whole. I'll agree with Don and Ukari that it will be interesting to see something new from Craig McCracken, but it will also be interesting to see, you know, whether or not this whole thing is going to you know, snowball into something bigger because it looks like ever since they realized um, Phineas and Ferb, and of course I, along with Don, are the two big Phineas and Ferb guys there, but it's interesting to see that after the success of that, Disney has basically realized that their lifeblood has always been in animation, and basically they're creating a talent pool basically to compete, so it will be interesting to see not only Wander Over Yonder, but also, Gravity Falls and whatever other shows that they come into in the future, whether.
those will make them, you know, they'll have a, a backbone of animation again, like most of the other networks do and how Disney used to. And the worst for me would have to be basically Cartoon Network as a whole. Disney and Nickelodeon are doing interesting things, and to a lesser extent, the hub. They're basically building on what their strengths are which in most cases animation and building off of previous talent that they have in their system, whereas Cartoon Network is basically, as they usually are, going off in their own direction. They really don't know what they're doing. They're trying to create a store system as well, I think, with their Nick Cannon sketch comedy show, but it might be too late for them because they've already found their niche in like with their shows like their quirky shows like adventure time and regular shows so um it might be too late for them to try something new it could work it could not but it doesn't seem like it seems like they're they have one direction in which they're going they're successful and while this is happening they're completely ignoring it and trying to create an, a new ex- success entirely so all right Oh, my uh, my best is definitely going to that new Lego project, a cartoon network. <laughs> Don't, um, yeah, I'm thinking that it'll, it'll be it can expand. Just say it, dude. <laughs> it can expand opportunities for a new biological series. <laughs> so funny, what? man. Yeah. Um, and my worst has to be, um, <clears throat> what is the worst? Oh, Butch Hartman. He can take a break. What? So I'm gonna oh, say. Butch Hartman? Yeah. Butch Hartman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about you, Tetris Dork? Yeah, my best, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go Care Bears. I have the nostalgic <laughs> feelings of Care Bears, Okay. I have an old tender heart bear, just bear. His leg is about Whatever you like, like man. tender, like <laughs> he has seen over like twenty years of a years, and he's still around. Like he's in like the office room across, opposite from me, where which is now the uh, nursery for my um, nephew when he comes over, and there's. A tender heart bear is still there. So, <laughs> Care Bears is a part of my fa- my life, and it I can't wait for it to come on, even if it is CG. I don't care. Whatever you say. <laughs> and, That's your childhood. It's your childhood. Yeah. And the worst. I'm sorry. My least favorite announcement. I'm sorry. It's Legend of Korra being on at eleven. Come on! I, I, I had to choose between Aquaman. How are you not used to Saturday morning cartoons at this point? I mean, we have DC Nation. It's better than being at night. That you have, now have to between <laughs> that and Aquabats, and that's a difficult call, man. I like to see Aquabats fly, the Aquabats Super Show, as it happens. Like, look at DC Nation and Marvel Universe. They're on separate days. DC Nation, 10 a.m. Saturdays. Marvel Universe, Sunday at 11. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of hard. I'd rather wake up on a Saturday morning than a Sunday morning. 
Plus, I'm not that indifferent towards, you know, the whole fact that Cartoon Network likes to self-destruct. So, good night, everyone. Follow us on Twitter. At Petrosork, at The Real Donnie's, at Sketch1984, at Rack Attack Force, at Dragon Peach, at Tune underscore Faithful, at RWB. Anyone else I'm forgetting? Me. That's right. I mentioned you. Right. At Tune underscore Next week, guys, hopefully we'll finally do our um, Team Jump podcast, um, Trying to Jump thing, um, and DC Nation. So look forward to that. Yes. Good night. DC Nation. All right, bye. See you on Tuesday. So I think we already. I think we already stopped recording though. So. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, okay. <laughs>